0: Hi everyone, this is Hillary.
1: Hey, it's Jenny.
0: And we are here today to celebrate the Edge's 59th birthday. Happy,
1: Happy birthday, birthday Edge. Edge! Happy birthday, buddy. It is um, Saturday, August 8th, 2020.
0: And hope he has a good birthday. Hope gets I hope he has a birth
1: it. birthday too. Pretty sure he's down in the south of France getting sunburnt and enjoying <laughs> a good time.
0: probably did you know he was born in Barking, Essex, England
1: I knew something like that but I could not name the town
0: yeah I didn't know the town either I couldn't have guessed that I just literally looked it up they moved when he was about two years old to Dublin
1: but he was I thought he was born in Wales he was born in England Oh, this this just got complicated
0: yeah it did so his parents are both from South Wales, but he was born in Essex. I assume he has three passports. He said that when he was a child, he went back and forth between his many accents <laughs> his Welsh and his Irish and his English.
1: Yeah. Well, I guess I didn't know that. I thought, I just assumed that he was Welsh. Born. I did too. I actually
0: really thought that. I never investigated further.
1: So we did learn a fun fact.
0: Yeah, we did. That was a very fun fact. Yeah, on the spot. He
1: is the guitar player in our favorite band.
0: Oh. That's
1: how you may know him. Of the U2s. He is a U2. So, if any a U2s are listening...
0: (laughs) (laughs) Tell The Edge happy birthday. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. If you know The Edge, tell them that we said happy birthday. Yeah. If you are The Edge, happy birthday.
1: So we thought we would just take a few moments and tell some Edge encounters that we have had over the years. It's been many years.
0: Many years. My first U2 that I met was the Edge. (laughs) I was in San Diego in 1997, and he just came outside of the arena. And I don't know that I was expecting anyone to come out. All of a sudden, he just comes out of the stadium and starts just signing autographs and taking pictures and Mm -hmm. I was in shock right I'd never met any of them and and I kind of didn't think 100% that I would and then it just comes out of nowhere and I had him sign something my ticket maybe I don't know like I'm like oh my god that's awesome and then I'm like I turn my back and a couple minutes later he comes up taps me on the shoulder and I'm like ah (laughs) (laughs) He was like, I think I took your Sharpie. And I'm like, oh, okay, thank you. It wasn't my Sharpie. No, it wasn't your Sharpie. <laughs> it did not belong to me. It was not my Sharpie. It's
1: nice of took him it. to know it wasn't his.
0: Yeah, it was nice. It, whoever it belonged to, it was really nice of him to try to return that. Yes. Um, I don't know why he thought it was mine, but it was awesome. It was <laughs> like, at that point, probably the highlight of my entire life. He <laughs> yeah, just talked to me. <laughs> he just talked to me. He thought he recognized me or something from 3 minutes ago and uh <laughs> tapped me on the shoulder right here. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> Do not you get that feeling sometimes like I don't know at the rail and they look at you and they're like, "God, I know you from somewhere." <laughs> and it's like, "Yeah, it's from right here." Right here. <laughs> <laughs> like, "Man, I I know you from somewhere." Um, anyway that was my first The Edge experience and my second was later in the same year in Los Angeles they did a radio show at K-Rock and a few of uh, my friends and I met up there and uh, waited for them after the radio show which is a great story for another time anyway he walked down the the line of all the people that were waiting. So I didn't have a camera to take pictures with or anything for him to sign. So I just said hi and shook his hand and I have no idea what the conversation was but he stood there for a good minute or so. But he had the softest hands ever. I can't even imagine. I've never felt a man have hands that soft, especially a guitar player. Yeah, so he must have crazy. like manicures and all the time. But of course like, they his,
1: need those calluses, otherwise they would be bleeding all the time. His hands were like baby. That's hands. crazy. I don't know. I, I
0: will always remember that because it was really surprising. Just in general, that it was a man that had hands that soft. I mean, clearly he takes good care of himself. And then my third memory i actually just have a few other ones these are only ones that are worth telling but we were in uh chicago and i think you were there and he came out and a friend of ours said like i wasn't even standing right there and a friend of ours said oh my gosh hillary's never gotten a picture with you (laughs) and like pulled him over and i'm like oh dude this is awkward (laughs) but okay i'll take the picture and so we went to put our arm around each other for the picture. But it was like we both went in at the same exact place.
1: <laughs> yeah. We kept
0: moving our arms. And it was like, <laughs> I think he said something like, we're dancing.
1: <laughs> That's <laughs> like, really cute.
0: We are dancing. It was so cute. And the picture has us both looking like he just said that. Right. Like it's just a happy, smiley picture but I mean it was like a legit laugh like we both were just like ha 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 ha," you know. (laughs) oh that's cute it was so cute anyway those are my edge stories
1: I have a few edge stories and I think the first time I met him was in Chicago it was on Pop Mart in 1997 and I don't actually remember the encounter which makes me kind of sad but we have a picture together which is great and it was really, really dark. So I don't know if it was really late at the arena after the show or what, but it's a cute picture. And then I met him again. I think, I mean, I ran into him a few times, but nothing else specific. But much later in the tour, it was my last show actually, on that tour in Atlanta. And we talked about this encounter a little bit with Bono during his birthday month, but the edge came up to us we were waiting outside afterwards and I had a scrapbook of newspaper clippings and photos and reviews of shows from all the different towns I've been to and I was my was my hope to have the whole band signed it and edge wrote on the inside of it he wrote edge was here which is cute because it's
0: oh I don't
1: know it feels yearbooky <laughs>
0: it's
1: really cute there were just a few of us there, and he just kind of stood there talking with us, like making small talk. Like, I think I said, Oh, it's my last night. It was my last show. Thanks. And he was like, Oh, thanks for coming. Like, it was cute. And then my last encounter with him was a big one. It was in 2001 during the Elevation Tour, and I worked at the Rock Roll Hall of Fame Museum in Cleveland, and the band came in for a tour, and I was his tour guide. I was with him for like an hour and a half or something. And it was just him. Each band member had their own tour guide. And they kind of arrived separately, like 10, 15 minutes apart or something. I really specifically remember before we started the tour in the main lobby, one of our visitor service representatives came up to him. And she's this really old, white haired, super, super tiny, probably like under five foot tall lady. Her spirit is quite young. Like she's energetic and talkative in this but she's like a kind of stereotypically looking little old lady and she came right up to him and took his hand with like both hands shaking it was like hello david how are you today <laughs> <laughs> Oh my and god and he was so polite for all the time I'm kicking myself not being like how often does that happen <laughs> like I played it way too cool. But in my head, I was like, oh, no! (laughs) (laughs) So then we, like, toured the whole museum. And I think he was pretty silent the whole time. Like, I mean, he was, like, participating. You know, like, we'd have, I'd show him things and this and that. And he might have asked questions. But there wasn't any chit-chat. It was definitely a professional job on my end. When each band member was done touring the museum, we were supposed to take them into one of our conference rooms and have them sign a few things that the museum had. And while he was signing stuff, I ran to my office real quick and grabbed that picture from 1997. And I was like, would you mind signing this? And he's like, oh, that's from a long time ago. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it was like four years, but we both looked like completely different people. I mean, I was a child. (laughs) I was in college and he had, like, his Popmart gear on, like, it was. <laughs> but he was very interested in what was going on at the museum and you could tell he was happy to be there. And yeah, this is a whole other story. The band had a great time at the museum. That's how we ended up having that huge exhibit a few years later. But that's a whole other episode. Definitely. That was really, but it was wonderful to have that time with him in, like, a professional setting. I mean, I'd love to sit and pick his brain about stuff, but I I don't think we have the same interests.
0: (laughs) No, I feel like I don't know what I would
1: talk about with him. I can't imagine.
0: I'm thinking, like, if I gave him a tour of the rock hall, obviously I've never worked there, and I'm not really professional about anything, (laughs) but I think I would have been like, oh, look at this guitar. Hey, remember that time? (laughs) You shook my hand in Los Angeles? (laughs) Remember that time you guys made Rattle and Hum? (laughs) Like I just could not have sat there and not just
1: Let's talk about your choices on October.
0: Yeah, I really don't like that album, but you know
1: Tree is pretty good. The only contingency and we knew the band was coming through, obviously. I mean, it was part of my job description was to give VIP tours when other people weren't available. There were some people to do it but I did media tours and some VIP tours when folks weren't available. So I was equipped for this kind of thing. But everyone knew this is like my band. And they were arriving. And it was like, Jenny, can you do this? Like, can you actually do this? I guess I looked like a lava lamp. Like I was just going red, starting at my head (laughs) and just going down. And one of my friends vouched for me. They're like, oh, no, this is just a pre thing. She'll be fine. (laughs) It all goes away was Meredith. I was like, thank you. She can really have my back because I probably looked like I couldn't do it. (laughs) But I just had to go through the process. (laughs) The next show was in Pittsburgh a night or two later, and I was inside the heart by the tip. I don't know if it was at the rail or like one or two people back, but I had a sign that said, like, you can come back to the Rock Hall anytime or whatever. I forget exactly what it said, but I held it up so he could see it and he gave me a really nice like a wink and a smile just
0: cute. Aww. yeah i just admire you being professional i would have been asking him about
1: soup and <laughs> <laughs> tomato fake edge told us he likes tomato soup tomato basil mm. tomato basil yes
0: yeah i wonder what kind <laughs> of
1: cake he likes we could ask fake edge
0: okay on twitter let's do that fake okay. edge
1: what kind of cake um. he wants for his birthday Let's ask him that. Like, is he a sake and tart kind of guy? Or does he like wine and something fruity? Or, <laughs> I don't know. Wonder what his calling yeah, is.
0: We need to know that. We also need to find out what his best birthday present has been this year. For sure. Someone's got to be giving him presents. Oh, yeah. He's probably got a lot of presents. Well, those are some great The Edge memories.
1: I know, Part of me feels a little guilty that we don't have such memorable conversation. Like, remembering exactly, like, with Bono, we hang on to every word. But Edge is just so quiet and polite. and just chill. The things we remember that Bono says is because Bono wants you to remember them. Yes. He's, pl- He's like, literally planting them in your brain. Yes.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, Edge is just...
0: He desires just, no brain
1: control. No. Where Bono feeds off of that. Like, yeah. zombies. Yeah. I just remember every encounter with him just being very pleasant. Yeah.
0: He's a very impressive young man.
1: He is. Very young. Yeah. Compared to some of his peers. Very well, true. Well, cheers, The Edge. What are you going to cheers with tonight, Hillary?
0: My Your old friend, cool old camp. Old friend. My old friend, old camp. <laughs> cheers.
1: I, cheers. I have my new friend, Screwball and Bailey's. Yeah, cheers, oh The God, Edge. Sláinte. Happy birthday and many happy returns. Love you. See you later, buddy. Write when you can. Would you reply to our text, please? Seriously? We're talking about how polite you
0: are, yet you're not (laughs) returning any of our texts or emails or
1: anything. He's very busy. He's running an entire radio station.
0: We're pretty busy too, though.
1: We're running an entire podcast.
0: A whole podcast.
1: whole freaking podcast. Yeah. in our spare time
0: that's true we were both otherwise employed he really doesn't that's
1: his job <laughs> is to be a U2 <laughs> and reply to us god damn it
0: <laughs> please Edge please well Edge is just a very nice guy he's good looking too
1: he is quite a dapper gentleman quite handsome yeah I don't so, know how
0: he wears that hat all the time though It's going to be hot as hell under there
1: you would think. Well, I hope he has some kind of sun protection, but maybe a good ball cap. Well, cheers to you, The Edge. Cheers.
0: Be in touch.
1: And we'll talk to you soon. Any more. Bye. Bye.